Hello and welcome to the Speak Jesus podcast. This podcast is designed to encourage you and all believers to speak Jesus in every part of life and circumstance. Join the Speak Jesus family at Facebook groups or you can email us at pastordustinwilliams at gmail.com. Hey, this is Dustin. Thank you for joining us today for our uh, our first ever uh, Speak Jesus podcast, and uh, I'm just excited um, to get this rolling. I've had this on my heart now for uh, about a year and a half, to tell you the truth, to um, uh, develop a podcast that is just life-giving, life-breathing, and encouraging for uh, everyone. And, um, you know, as I begin to kind of break that down, what does that look like? How does it feel? Um I had several friends that I bounced ideas off of and um, kind of came and settled on uh, the idea of speak Jesus. And uh, we, we know that the name of Jesus, it, it has power. In fact, in the New Testament, um, the disciples ran up to Jesus at one point and said, hey, there's other people, uh, you know, working miracles and casting out demons and doing all kinds of stuff in your name. And it's happening, but we don't know who they are, and and we don't know the condition of <laughs> their spiritual life. But this is what's happening, and Jesus just you know simply reminded them that hey, um, there's power, there's power here, and um, you know so when we talk about the name of Jesus, when when we rest in the name of Jesus, and and all the meaning that goes with that, uh, we can really find a lot of answers for um, whatever's going on in life and our current situation. Um, I thought that with this first podcast, I would just share um, a message that uh, I I developed a a while back, and uh, it was in a great season of transition in my life. And so uh, this first podcast is simply called uh, transition and um, transitions are never easy. Uh, sometimes they can be exciting. Sometimes they can be fun. Uh, sometimes they're not good. And I found myself in a season where life did not feel good. It was a lot of change, and it was a lot of change really fast. And so um, God kind of led me to um, an area in the Bible in Acts chapter twenty-seven. And uh, we, we get a snapshot of the Apostle Paul, and he's in prison, and he's actually being transported to Rome, and uh, he's going to have an audience with Caesar. Uh, now, being a prisoner is not ideal, but I want you to see the big picture here, because uh, while he was a, a prisoner, he was, he was about to have audience with not just a world leader, but the world leader at the time, Caesar. And uh, what an amazing opportunity to share the gospel. And Paul, uh, throughout his ministry, never backed down from uh, sharing that gospel with anyone, including all leaders and uh, those that imprisoned him. Um, And so we find ourselves in in verse 14, and it says, Before very long, as as they were traveling towards Rome via boat, uh, a wind of hurricane force called the Northeaster swept down from the island, uh, the ship was caught by the storm and could not head out into the wind, so we gave away to it and were driven along. 
God kind of highlighted some different things in in this portion of scripture, and I'm going to get into some more of it. But uh, the first thing that, that kind of caught my eye was uh, they were being driven along. Um, in life, have you ever found yourself in such a place of loss or brokenness or tragedy that even trying to control the situation uh, just a little bit seems like an impossible task? Um, I know I found myself that way about a year and a half ago. Uh, when we had some transition come up in our ministry that was very, very sudden. Uh, there was no way I could control the outcome or change the outcome. It was coming fast and it was coming hard. And it's in those times of panic and those times of loss that we are essentially driven along. Um, we don't like it. We don't want to do it. We don't want to go through with it. But yet that's the reality of the situation. It's happening. Um, we're being tossed about by the waves, and we're on this sort of emotional roller coaster. Uh, anybody that's lost somebody that's really close to them, um, and there's been maybe some tragedy associated with that, you know exactly how that feels. It feels out of control at times. And Paul and 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 this group of um, you know soldiers, other prisoners, slaves, um, leaders, even find themselves. Uh, in this situation on a boat. Uh, the storm is bad. It's just driving them along. I think there's some keys that really uh, I was able to pull out of this portion of scripture. And the first thing, you know, right after Paul says we're being driven along is that storms will happen. You know, it's not a matter of uh, if the storm is going to come, it's going to come in life. It, it will happen no matter what we do. We're going to experience times of loss and despair and, and transition and um, all those things associated with it. And in verse 18, it says this, We took such a violent battering from the storm that the next day they began to throw the cargo overboard. On the third day, they threw the ship's tackle overboard and uh, they did it with their own hands. When neither sun nor star appeared for many days and the storm continued raging, we finally gave up all hope of being saved. The Apostle Paul, the mighty Apostle Paul, found himself in a place of hopelessness. See, we can lose our hope, but that does not always mean that all hope is lost. I want to say that again. We can lose our hope at times, but that does not mean that all hope is lost. And continuing in verse 21, it says, After they had gone a long time without food, Paul stood up before them and said, Men, you should have taken my advice not to sell from Crete. Then you would have been spared, and you would have spared yourselves this damage and loss. But now I urge you to keep up your courage, because not one of you will be lost. Only the ship will be destroyed. Last night, an angel of, of God, to whom I belong and whom I serve, stood beside me and said, Do not be afraid, Paul. You must stand trial before Caesar, and God has graciously given you the lives of all who have sailed with you. So keep up your courage, men, for I have faith in God that it will happen just as he told me. Nevertheless, we must run aground on some island. See, storms happen. And even though Paul, along with the men, had a moment of hopelessness, he, what he did with that, that, that moment of hopelessness is he took it to the Lord and he gave it to the Lord and he said, Lord, um, I, I'm here to serve you. So if this is, if this is the end, 
then so be it. If it's not, um, I'm here to serve you. But God, give me some direction. Give me something right now. And Lord responded with an angel that said, look, you're going to be okay. You're going to be spared and everybody's going to be spared. But it, it might get worse before it gets better. Storms happen. And see, what we, what we discover is, uh, is that in this passage of Scripture, it had to happen. And that's the second thing that I want to, I kind of want to impart with you on this first episode of our podcast, Speak Jesus. It had to happen. They, they had to go through the storm and they were going to have to run aground. Why? Well, let's get into it in, verse, in chapter 28, verse 1. Once safely on shore, we found out that the island was called Malta. The islanders showed us unusual kindness. The storm happened. They had been shipwrecked. And now they find themselves in unusual kindness, the, the kindness of these people. And they just, they just went through many days on sea where they felt hopeless. They're cold, they're wet, they're hungry. They'd thrown their food overboard. And they find some islanders that are, that are helping them out. And so they, and, and we find out in the second part of verse 2, they built a fire and welcomed us because it was raining and cold. So Paul... Always, always the one to work <laughs> goes out and he gathers a pile of brushwood. And as he's putting it on the fire, a viper driven out by the heat fastens itself to his hand. I mean, just when you think life can't get any worse, just when you think you've gotten through the storm, just when you feel like you're coming out of it, boom, something else happens. You know, ministry, they often have told me, uh, mentors and, and different people that I've listened to, that tragedies come in threes. And I've always hated that. But to be honest with you, I've seen seasons in life where it seems like tragedy after tragedy after tragedy. And there's, there's a lot of truth to that. And in Paul's case, in this portion of scripture, that is certainly happening. This viper latches on and, and, the, viper, and the villagers immediately thought, oh, no. This is the bad this is the bad snake. This is the one that will kill you. This is the poisonous one. And they actually look at Paul and they're thinking, "You've gone through all this junk just to get bitten by a snake. You've got to be a murderer. You've got to have something wrong with your life. Nobody is this unlucky." But Paul shakes off the snake in verse 5, and he throws it into the fire, and he suffered no ill effects. And the people expected him to swell up or suddenly fall dead. But after waiting a long time and seeing nothing unusual happen to him, they changed their minds and said that, that he was a god. So he went from murderer to god in their eyes, which is, is pretty crazy. See, sometimes we think that hardship is because something's wrong. We've got some unresolved sin in our life, some... Um, some curse that we haven't dealt with. But what God was doing through the hunger, through the pain, and through the storm, and even the snake bite, was he was setting up Paul for an even greater miracle. The thing about storms in life, and your life, is that it will happen, and that it has to happen, so that we can get to a place where, number three, we're glad it happened. See, there was an estate nearby that belonged to, to Populus, or populous, and he was the chief of the island. And he welcomed um, Paul and, 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 and those that are with him into his home and showed him generous hospitality for, for a few days. But his father was really sick, and 
had fever and, 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 and was, you know, not responding. And so Paul went in to see him and, and prayed over him, and instantly he was healed. You know, when, you, when, when somebody of that stature gets healed, people are going to know about it. And so what happens from that is, is all of a sudden revival breaks out on this island. People are brought to Paul. Paul's laying hands on them. They're getting healed. But most importantly, even greater than the healing, is they're receiving the, the saving message of Jesus Christ. They're receiving the name of Jesus. Jesus is being spoken in Malta. And because of it, revival takes place. Souls are one. See, the last couple years, if you've been a part of this world, which I'm, which I'm sure you have, have been extremely difficult. Uh, with COVID, uh, the lockdowns, the election, the upheaval, um, the lack of joy, the lack of um, vision, so to speak. It's been incredibly hard. It's been hard for me as a minister. I know it's been hard for many of you. We've lost some friends. We've lost some family. We've seen some businesses closed. We've, we've seen some of our freedoms stripped away. And fear has been the overarching narrative of life. But what we're not seeing is that we're seeing so many great things happen in the midst of all the turmoil, the, so, the storm, so to speak. We're seeing massive salvations, the revivals that are happening across the nation and around the world uh, are amazing. We're seeing revival happen and spring up in places that were very unlikely before. Uh, we're seeing he people healed and delivered. Uh, just the other day, um, I was watching a video uh, of a, a man that was getting delivered from not just homosexuality. He was getting delivered from, um, you know, suicidal thoughts and depression, anxiety, uh, just a whole list of mental things to go along with it and completely delivered in the name of Jesus. We're seeing unity come back to the body. You know, there was a time uh, last year, year and a half ago that I thought, man, the church just seems like it's getting so torn apart right now. And we're beginning to see unity come back. We're beginning to see pastors and leaders in, in government systems that have tried to shut them down and silence them rise up and stand up and actually win <laughs> uh, legal cases and legal battles. We're seeing a lot of good things happen. You know, I want to remind you that, you know, as Paul walked around that island and laid hands on people, he still had the holes from a snake that bit him. He had wounds on those hands, those very hands that were inflicted with pain and venom to, to destroy his life were the same hands that were bringing breakthrough and salvation. So you may have been going through a storm in this season, like so many of us, but I want to encourage you today that through those scars and through that pain that maybe you've experienced, God is truly using and going to use all of those things. One of my favorite life verses, Romans 8, 28, uh, for God works everything together for the good of those who love him. Hey, I'm Dustin Williams. Thank you for joining us for our first ever episode of Speak Jesus. And I want to leave you with this. In every situation, in every climate, in every problem, let's speak the name of Jesus.
Hello and welcome to the Speak Jesus podcast. This podcast is designed to encourage you and all believers to speak Jesus in every part of life and circumstance. Join the Speak Jesus family at Facebook groups or you can email us at pastordustinwilliams at gmail.com.